Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Good, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Patricia Warby here from Alchemy Therapies, my emotional audit, and another update on my microdosing journey. And today I wanted to cover what's been happening. I'm on week, I think it's week four now of uh, microdosing. Uh, psilocybin, otherwise known as magic mushroom. Psilocybe is the Latin name um, for the mushroom itself. Uh, and it's, it's, I believe it's the fruiting body that you, you kind of grind up and you, you either, if you're going to do it yourself, you eat it perhaps with chocolate or in a cookie of some kind uh, because it doesn't taste very nice on its own. I'm reliably informed. I've never had it myself. Or if you're doing it the way I'm doing it, you're doing it in tiny capsules, which are just like taking any other supplement. Um, and they're very easy to take. I take mine usually at breakfast. If I've forgotten at breakfast, I'll take it at lunch. And uh, I've already reported some sensory changes, um, uh, but I just wanted to sort of go over that in case you haven't watched the previous two updates that I've done. Uh, the altered senses is very noticeable with this particular um let's call it plant medicine. That's what I believe it is. I believe it's here as a profound learning tool for us as human beings at this point in our evolution. Um, we're going to either evolve now or we're going to become extinct along with probably 99% of the fauna and flora on this earth. And, you know, I'm not saying that lightly. We are headed according to Paul Stamets and I kind of follow him. He's the guy that really has done a lot of research on fungi generally, but in particular psilocybin. Um, we're in the beginning of the sixth great extinction event now. We, we have reached the point now where we're destroying the biosphere in, in such great measure at such rapid pace that it's going to be very hard to reverse. And I'm not wanting to sound hopeless because I always believe there's hope. And I think maybe the, the fungi have come along to... Uh, correct this self-destruct pattern that we're in and I think if more people took this this plant medicine they'd be less inclined to want to consume for instance you know we've just come through Christmas here in the UK you know the ultimate consumerist festival really where you buy loads of stuff and then you see people's rubbish bins outside afterwards you know all the packaging and the plastic and the wrapping and you think well is that what this has come to, you know, the consumerist ethic? Um, it's certainly not something that I encourage. I mean, we do a very low-key Christmas here. Um, we focus on getting together with each other and enjoying downtime, you know. The, the actual buying of goods is not the major focus for me and my family. Um, so it kind of, it changes your worldview. What I have noticed is... Apart from being very visually tuned in, the colours seem brighter, sounds seem much more distinct. I was woken up this morning by a blackbird. It was dark. Uh, obviously, there was some light in the sky that the blackbird could see, but I would say it was, it was pre-dawn anyway, about 6am. And I was woken up by the most beautiful bird song. Uh, blackbirds are very underrated and, you know, because they're, 
they're quite common in the UK, but the song is astounding. And just lying there listening to the blackbird serenading me was just amazing this morning. It went on for about 20, 25 minutes. Absolutely fantastic. Um, so I've, I've really noticed that and, and that sense of connectedness as well with nature and everything around me. Uh, that hasn't dropped. In fact, it's it's increasing as I go on my journey. I just feel so embedded in nature. I, you know, not that I'm just observing it as a human, but that I am part of this this linkage. You know, I'm part of the web of life, uh, and my thoughts and my actions make a difference. And so that's why I'm trying to walk lightly on the earth. You know, not just overconsume and numb myself and um, do all the things that people do to avoid their pain, but just to connect with myself and who I am and what I want from my life and make little, little choices that help move me towards that. Paul, I've been watching a lot of Paul Stamets recently because I'm researching for my new book, which tentatively titled um, Mushroom Medicine or Mushroom Magic. I haven't decided which yet. Uh, but he he just is so eloquent and so enlightened on this, you know, and he really believes that that fungi are here to connect with us, uh, that, that they may have made life possible in the first place by dissolving rocks and creating soil, uh, which enabled plants to come in and then plants obviously um, enabled animals. And here we are. So, but I, I love his view of the world. He's just a very profound scientist, a free scientist, you know. He isn't limited by his funders, which is amazing. And he's set up various different businesses and organisations. He's got multiple patents for different things. He's just an astounding, astounding mind, awake and aware of our place in nature and he totally believes we are we are here to learn how to steward um, and how to take our place rather than how to dominate and destroy you know uh, native peoples of course did not believe in owning land they believed they borrowed it from future generations and I think that's a wonderful way of looking at it if only we had that we wouldn't destroy what we have um, in the name of money and profit, which is how we're largely driven today. And I I really have got so much from watching him. I've had to re-watch several of his presentations because they're so dense. He has such a wealth of information on how fungi make life possible in, in say, in, in old-growth forests, but also uh, how they may yet proved to be a, a wonderful defense against viruses. He was talking about how it brought bee populations back from uh, colony death, which we were seeing. We were seeing 50% of colonies being wiped out. And of course you may think, oh, well that's, you know, that's, that's sad, but not serious. Well, it is serious because bees do all the pollination for most of our food crops. And without bees, we won't be able to produce food, all right? So it really is commercially very, very important that we save the bees, honeybees I'm talking about here specifically. Um, and he showed how just very, very low doses of some fungi, um, particularly the mycelium, which is the underground network, also known as the wood wide web, um, is even very low doses kills the the viruses that were infecting some of the 
some of the honeybees and causing these colony deaths um, due to the varroa mite, which is a mite. It's like a it's like a flea that lives on them, if you if you like. And um, and so it got me to thinking about our own microbiome, you know, which I know that some fungi are very useful for rebalancing your gut flora. Um, Saccharomyces, for instance, is one that is often recommended for after having had to take antibiotics. If you've taken antibiotics to, you know, cure a, a problem, maybe a respiratory problem or something, um, that that so totally wipes out your gut flora. And, and in order to bring that back, apart from eating the right food, which is really, really important, um, Saccharomyces is one that, that helps eliminate the pathogens. So it, it feels like fungi uh, have a kind of intelligence system which enables them to read the environment and adapt and perhaps uh, change the environment they're in subtly. Uh, and that's what's happening in, in woodland. Um, not only are they communicating through the mycelium, but they're also changing the way nutrients are made available. And perhaps they are also um, part of the informational network. So yeah, it, fungi seem to be really, really important. And I know I've talked about this before that after having done a juicing week and a, deep, a really profound detox, I could actually perceive fungi had light that radiated from them. And I still have that ability to go into a woodland and see the light radiating from fungi and now of course I'm taking that into my body so there must be some effect of the light because light is energy it's electromagnetic radiation it seems like fungi uh, use that somehow um, they're more closely allied actually with animals than they are with plants um, because they take in uh, oxygen and release carbon dioxide just like we do and, and another thing Paul was talking about was how um, antibiotics are less, they're very good against bacteria, but they're not so good against fungi because they're developed in a way that's very similar um, to us and they do much more damage to us because fungi and us are, are more similar than, say, plants are. So it's it's a fascinating world that you enter and you're not just you're not just reading about it, you're taking it into your body. And so that's the difference. How, how do I feel? Um, I Mostly I feel really good. I feel really connected, optimistic, focused. That's another thing I've noticed is just the focus is just there, you know? Um, so I can read stuff and really take it in on a deep level particularly in the evening, which is nice, you know, not just falling asleep on the sofa, but actually being able to take information in. So I would, I would say this microdosing journey is quite profound. The questions I'm asking are, what am I afraid of? I, I want to find out what my deep fears are. And I think I'm coming to that. There's some, there's some familial trauma that I'm approaching, I think. I feel it in my in my dad's line more than my mum's. I know my mum had, had trauma in her line, but my dad's feels really potent. It's like I have a sort of upwards connection with, with the past generation as well. <laughs> um, 
so this is this is interesting stuff folks and you know for any of you contemplating trying it particularly if you had low mood or difficulties focusing or concentrating um, it's very well recommended for treatment resistant depression which is the <laughs> the rather quaintly termed phrase that we use for the drugs don't work you know the regular pharma drugs don't work if they don't work for you and you're not alone in that there's i think 30 to 40 percent of people for whom um ssris for instance don't don't alleviate your your depression then this might be another alternative and of course i'm not allowed to promote anything here um because we're still in the ludicrous position of these uh, being uh prohibited but what happens in america tends to come over here or a, a lag behind america but many states are now legalizing low dose um plant medicines because the potential is so huge and i think we're we're going to see that perhaps in the next two or three years over here um, but currently it's still not allowed so i i have to be very careful what i say here uh, I would say if you can and you can find a source, um, go for it. It's really amazing. And we need more of this because we need more healed people on this planet. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Um, my, next, my next video will be, of course, in 2024. So I'm wishing you all a very happy new year and talk to you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.